Parshas Noyach Revi, Chapter 8, Verse 15, Perik Ches Posik Tezvav. Vaidaber Elikim El Noyach Lemer. So Hashem speaks to Noyach saying, Tsei Min Hateva, Go out of the ark, Ato, you, the Ishtacha, and your wife. Uva Necha and your sons, Unsheva Necha and your wife and your sons' wives, Itach with you. So we see here in this passage when Hashem is telling him in this verse, when God is telling him to leave the ark, he says to him, You and your wife. Uh, earlier when he told him to go into the ark, it says, You and your sons. So his sons together with him. And then it says, Your wife, and then the women, the wives. Your son's wife. Because over there Rashi says that they were prohibited for intimate relationships in the uh, Ark, in the Teva. But over here, when he says to him, it was So you and your wife, Uvanecha and your sons, and your wife, the sons, the wives of your sons, he took with you. So Rashi. Ishvi Ishtoi, go out a man and his uh, wife, uh, because it says Atavi Ishtocha, so it says a man and his wife. So Kan Hitilahem Tashmishamito, over here he permitted them intimate relationship. Prosecute Zion, verse 17. Asher Itoch, all the wild animals that are with you. Mikol Basar, of all flesh, whether it's Ba'oif, whether it's the birds, Uva Behemar, the tame animal, and all of those creepy crawling that creep on the ground. So the pronunciation is Hayitsei. And it's written with a yud, hayitzei, and it's written with a vav, hayitzei itoch. So Rashi says, Rashi comments that hayitzei ksiv, meaning ask them to go out. So all the animals hayitzei ksiv, but hayitzei means forcefully take them out, carry them out. Uh, so we read Hayitzei Ksiv and Hayitzei Kri. We pronounce it Hayitzei, although it's written Hayitzei. So Amar Lahem, you say to them Shiyetsu. So that means Hayitzei. That means Hayitzei. Have them go out. But But if they don't wish to go out by themselves, Hayitziyem Ata, then you actually take them out. So Hayitzei, that means you take them out. Then the passage continues with Shortsu Ba'oretz Ufarveravu Al Ha'oretz and they shall swarm in the land and they should be fruitful and multiply in the land. So Krashi, the fact that it says that they should swarm in the land, Vishortsu Ba'oretz, says Rashi Veloy Bateva, but not in the ark. Magid, this teaches us. That also the animal and the birds, Nesru Bitashmish, were prohibited 
it uh, to have intimate relationships while they were in the in the boat. So with regards to the um, Noyach and his wife and his children, their wives, the Pasuk says, indicates Beferish. But here also there's an indication because it says Vishartsu Ba'aretz means V'loi Beteva. In truth, the words Vishartsu means, Vishartsu is not the act of being intimate. Vishartsu is uh, they should swarm um, and that's possible for them to have be intimate in the teva, and then they should swarm in the land because so the fact if the the Torah would have said some indication so how does Rashi see from the shortsubaarets that it doesn't mean in uh, that they should not be intimate even the animals in the ark, but that can be uh, seemingly learned out because there's two times the Torah says the shortsubaarets ufar uh, so it's actually a duplicate language here also it's not only that it says but it says first that they should swarm in the land and it says they should multiply and fruitful, uh, fruitful in the land so this is means that they should swarm we learn out from this extra time that also uh, they were nesru um, so I guess the animals did so not because of Nesru. Uh, they just didn't because Hashem didn't want them to do that. But uh, it's just telling us that they were prohibited, that they didn't do it, they were prohibited to Hashemish, um, in uh, shows us on the level of what took place in the in, in the boat. Pasuk Yudches So now the Pasuk says Noyach left Uvanov and his sons the Ishta and his wife, Unishay Vanov, and his uh, son, his son's wives, Itai with him. Now it's interesting in this Pasik, even though Hashem was matir them uh, and it should uh, permitted them uh, to be together, still the Pasik says Neyachubanov and it says then the Ishta Nishabanov as in the beginning. So even though Hashem said that it was okay. So, uh, Rashi doesn't comment here. How come by the Vayetzi Noyach, it also says uh, that they went Noyach um, Ubanov and then Ishtoy Nishay Banov, as opposed to the way Hashem told them Noyach Vishtoy Ubanov Nishay Banov. Maybe they added, like just by the Yitzia as they were leaving. Uh, Maybe this is the way the Torah wants to write it, and just the Torah revealed to us at one point that it was permissible, and then the Torah just writes it this way uh, for whatever, for some other reason. But anyways, Pasukutes, so who went out? Kolachayo, all the uh, wild animal, Kolaremis, all the creeping animal, Kolaif, and all the birds, Kolaremis, all that crawl. Uh, that creeps on the ground, the Mishpachisayhem, to their families. they came out, they went out of the ark, went out of the Teva. Now, in this Pasik, it needs to um, see there is a Chaya, but there's no Bahamian in this Pasik mentioned as we had in Pasik Yitzayin. Uh, we have Oif and by Remes, Remes Allah Oretz, 
we have Kol Remes, and then it says V'chol Ha'if, and then it says Kol Remes Alorit. But in any event, in this passage, it also adds L'mishpechesayim to their families. Dr. Rashi, L'mishpechesayim, Kiblu Aleihem, Al-Manas They accepted upon themselves uh, that the condition of going out, or being saved, or going out from the Teva, was Lidavik Biminum, that they should just stick and connect to their own species and not uh, do um, inter uh, different species in the animal kingdom itself. As Rashi said it earlier in Perigvav Posikit Beis, when the Posik said, Kihishchis, called Bosor as Darkois, Rashi says, Afilu that even the bird and the uh, animal, the wild animal and the bird were having uh, relationships with their different species. So here it was the Mishpechisayim that they were going to stick to their own species. Posikutes, Posikhov, but even Noyach Nizbeach Lashem. So Noyach builds a Nizbeach to Hashem. So he takes from all the clean animals and from all the clean birds and he used them to bring up as a burnt offering in the Mizbeach on the altar. Um, now, he used all the clean animals. Um, and Rashi already said before in Pasuk Bays uh, in Perek Zion that when Hashem told him that is going to be in the future a toher for the Yidden because this teaches us that Noyach learned Torah, he knew what's going to be a toher. So when Hashem says he knew what the Torah was. And um, Rashi already said over there too in Pasa Gimel that uh, Shiva Shiva is so that he should bring a carbon from them when he goes out and uh, also by the birds it says he brought Shiva Shiva so Rashi explains here from all the clean animals God did not command me, instruct me to bring in from these 7 only for the purpose to bring a carbon from these animals and the birds from the Tahir. Now, it doesn't say here, but I'm just wondering, uh, since from the Tmeya there was two, and uh, from these there were seven, does it mean that from every Toyer animal he used five? So then you had Toyer and not Toyer uh, equal? Or um, if the whole purpose of the Toyerim was so that you can bring a carbon from them, so they should all be used, Lachero. But um, see clearly from Rashi in any event that uh, this was Noyach's figuring on his own. It wasn't Hashem telling him because Rashi says Omar he said so that was his own conclusion um, that he uh, decided that they have to be that they were meant for a court. So Pesach of Aleph. So Hashem smelled the pleasant smell, the pleasant aroma. 
Vayoymer Hashem Libay, so Hashem says to his heart, he says to himself, I will no longer in the future curse the land uh, because of man. For the Yetzer, uh, the inclination of the uh, human heart is Ramin Urov, is bad from his youths. And I will no longer smite all living things as I have done uh, by the Mabel, in which Hashem basically wiped out all living things. Min Urov, it's written Min Orov Ksiv. There's no vav after the ayin min urov, so it's a choser. Can also be written, so it's written min orov, uh, near the word, instead of niur, it's near. Near can mean mishenina lotzeis mimei imei. From the time that he shakes, menair means shakes. So the word menair, odom ra min urov, when he shakes, mishenina lotzeis mimei imei, from the moment that he Shakes to go out from his mother's uh, womb. Nitabe Yitzhahari. Yitzhahari is given already to him. So that means not from his youth, but as soon even as he's shaken out from his mother's womb, he's already has that evil inclination. Now in the Pasuk it says two times. It says, Hashem says, I will not curse the land because of the human beings, meaning they bring destruction to the land to the world. But then it says again, I will no longer smite. Again, Hashem duplicated twice because that was an oath. This is what the verse states in Yeshayin and Yeshayin Hashem says, I have sworn from uh, passing over the words of Neuch to make again Neuch. But we don't find by it a Shvua, but this one. We don't find the Shvua, but this one, Shakafal Dvarov, that it was duplicated. The Hishvua, that is the Shvua. So that explains why Nishayo would say that Hashem swore, even though we don't find the Shvua, but the fact that it was duplicated, that is the kind of a Shvua. So the Chachamim Darshan, the sages, learned in Mesech Shvuas, Lamed Vav Aleph 36a. So Hashem continues that Shvua, uh, that promise, the Loyosis, Loyosif. The Pesach based that Oit Kol Yimei HaOretz For as long as the earth exists Zera The time for uh, seed V'Kotzir The time for harvest V'Koyir The time for cold V'Choyim The time of heat V'Kayitz Kayitz is 
not only heat, but it's the end of the heat season. That's even hotter. It's called Kaitz. We'll see in Rashi. And the Chayrif. And that's colder than cold. That's uh, later on in the winter. And then the Yom Valayla. And day and night. Uh, the day and the night as the order. Lo Yishbaisu. There shall not cease. That keeps on going on. I'd call you Meha Aretz. The Goimer. For as long as the land stands, they will not rest. It says Rashi that Sheish Itim Halalu, these six seasons, they always go, they never stop these seasons. For each one of these, there are two months. Like we learned, a half of the month of Tishra Marchej and a half of Kislev. Is Zera, this is the time that you sow. Chetzi Kislev, Vitaivis, Chetzi Shvat is Koir, it's cold. And then you have, later on, you have the Choim and the Kites and the Choir. So, Kadashi, um, the Koir, uh, just the opposite, I said, I think, when I touched it, the Koir is Koshim Echoyrif. So, first comes. Zera, then comes Kotzir, but the koir, the cold is 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 kosher is more difficult than the winter. But chayref, you can still plant. As Rashi says, for the next Rashi, that chayref is the ace. Zera soirim v'kitnis. Those are the time that you sow the barley. And the legumes, they are sharp to be ripened quickly. So at that time, the season of koir has already subsided. It's done. Because Rashi says before, the chazi kislev tevis, the chazi shvat is the koir. So after half the cold, then once you come to Chatsi Shvat, you can, and other, Chatsi Nisan, you can sow, and that goes quickly. And then you have Kotsir, then you have the Kotsir, which is Reiv Chatsi Nisan, which is not Reiv Chatsi Nisan, the year of Chatsi Sivan, that's half a Nisan, a year and half a Sivan, and then you have. Kaitz, which is Chatsi Sivan, Tammuz, Vechatsi Ov, half of the Sivan, month of Tammuz, and half of Ov. Who's man? So that is Kaitz. That is the time of Likitas Te'enim. Uh, that you collect the figs. Uzman Shem Yabshin Eisen Besodei. And when you dry them in the fields. Ushmoi Kaitz. That's called drying, so that's why it's called kaitz when you dry the figs. Kemoi, valechem, and the bread, vahakaitz, lechlanorim. I mean, the kaitz is actually the name of the te'enim, of the figs, that they're dried. When you dry the figs, that's called kaitz. So that's why they're called, that season when you dry them is called kaitz. And then you have. The Choim who saves you Mesachamad is the end of the season, which is Chatsi of the Elul, the Chatsi Tishrei. Half the month of the Elul and half of Tishrei. 
Sha'ilam Khab Yasir, that time the world is very hot. Like we learned in Msakta Yaima. That the end of the summer is more difficult than the summer, meaning it's even hotter. So that's the season of the Chaim that uh, that follows. It looks like the Pasik counts them in the opposite, it's not the order of the year, but it says Zera, then it says Kotsir, it says Koir, it says Chaim. It says Kayitz, this is the uh, <coughs> Kayitz is very hot, and although Chayrif uh, is not, but it's still cold, but it's not as, it's not like the extreme Chayrif, that's the Koir is more, as Rashi said. But yet, this is the opposite still, that's why it's uh, disorder. And then finally, the Pasuk says, that day and night shall not cease. So, Kalashi Miklau, since Hashem has to say, make this that they will not cease, we can learn from this, we can derive, that they rested, they did not function during the days of the Mabul. So, Hamazolis, the mazolis, the constellations did not serve, and you could not tell between day and night. They will not cease all the above from uh, conducting in their order. Um, this is also um, can connect what the uh, Gemara says in Mesechta um, Beidazore Anundalad Amit Beis that um, uh, when the um, different philosophim uh, they were asking, challenging, how come Hashem leaves David the and doesn't destroy it? And the Mishnah says, that Hashem doesn't want to destroy the world because of the fools, because there's a useful the sun, the the moon are useful for the world. Hashem doesn't want to destroy this. But then the Gemara speaks over there about that. Even though sometimes when there is relationships that are prohibited, Hashem technically minadin should not have made, you know, should not be a child born from that and so on. A lot of things shouldn't really take place if it was not done appropriately, done through Avera. But it's because of the Loish Baisu over there. The God doesn't bring down the Loish Baisu over there, but the cause of the Minhag of the Derech that it has to go the way of the world so this was Hashem's sort of uh, promise that the nature uh, will not cease even despite the fact that some people may uh, choose uh, to do the wrong thing and the world should really stop but doesn't Pasuk Aleph Perik Chapter 9 Verse 1 So Hashem benches, blesses Noach and his sons. He says to them, Be fruitful and multiply. And fill the land. This is uh, understood. They need the bracha now because they're starting humanity all over again from them because everybody else was wiped out. So they need the bracha of 
a pru urvu umilu esorets. She's going to bring down at the end of the parsha pasuk zayin that um, there's again at uh, pru urvu shirtsu baruts urvu in the pasuk zayin, and Rashi says this one is a blessing, and the second one uh, in pasuk zayin is a command. It's a destruction through the vote. Uh, we'll wait till we get there. Pasuk base, umayrachem v'chitchem, and your fear. Now the word chitchem is translated also fear and your dread. And Rashi is going to explain what the lashon of v'chitchem could mean here. A double lashon. So your fear, basically, ye al kol chayis aretz, will be on all the animals of the land, and on all the birds that fly in the sky, and all that crawls on the ground, and all the fish of the sea, are given over in your hand. means It's also your dread. Tiru uh, and the Agoda interpretation is Loshan Chayis that it comes from the language of vitality. The Chitchem is like the Chayus from their life. She calls Mansha Tilik Ben Yemechai for as long as a child, even one day old, lives. You need not guard him from mice. But but if you have even a giant and a powerful person like Oig, the king of Bashan, if he dies, you gotta guard him from the mice. That your fear when dread means when is there your fear? Allah is on the animals cause Mashatachaim as long as you live. So it's merachem v'chitchem. When you're alive, then you will be uh, have your fear on all the animals of the land, for all the birds of the uh, flying the sky. And the pasuk says in pasuk Gimel, "Kol remes asher all the moving things that live, lachem yilachlo, should be to you for consumption." Like the uh, vegetation, the green vegetation, I've given to you all. Uh, now, it doesn't seem like even they had the behemoth, but that was meant for the Mizbeach. But uh, there wasn't the laws of Kashrus that apply here. So, Therefore, when it says "koleremes asheruchai lochem," meaning any living things, lochem yilach, like the Rashi, shelo yirsheisi lo adam arishin lechel basar. I did not give permission to adam arishin to eat meat. Elo yerek esef, only the uh, green, uh, the vegetation. The lochem, but to you. Hashem is saying he's allowing kiyarek esav, just like the vegetation. Sheif karti that I have made ownerless for the Marishan, that he can just take any 
vegetation and, and eat it, Nasati Lachem as coil, I've given you all, even the living things. El Kolaremes Hashurukai. Anything that moves that is alive, you can eat it also. However, there's an exception. Ach, however, there's an exception that Basar, to eat meat, Benafshe, while it's alive. Or as Rashi says also, and then the next post, the part of it, or Benafshe Domoi, or to eat the blood while it's alive, Dominachai, Loi Toichelu, that you cannot eat, shall not eat. He prohibit them a limb from a living animal. So if the animal is still alive, you cannot eat its limb. If it's separated, detached for whatever reason. Meaning, uh, as long as the soul is in it, you can't eat it. You can't eat the meat. That while his uh, the the posib shatiak bosor binafshi domoi that the meat while the soul which is his blood is in him the own eat. So now we don't like this attraction. Bosor binafshi loisu khailu you can't eat the bosor with the nefesh had a eva minachai. So that tells you about the live from a living. The af binafshi domoi loisu khailu and also, just the blood So here you see that dam from a living animal is loisechelu. So the iser here of aver minachai is also applies to aver and to dam minachai. Pasikhei. The ach as dimchem lenefesh edrish. However, although um, I have permitted you to uh, kill the animal for food, but you're not allowed to your own soul, uh, Hashem says that He will demand, you know, He'll pay in a price for pouring your own blood for one killing Himself. Miyat kol chaya Hashem. I will also also have to pay for it from the hands of all the animals, as Rashi is going to say that um, the animals were at that time let loose by the chet eagle, by the chet from the uh, mabul, and the animals were um, were killing uh, people. So it says demanded from every animal I'm trying to understand how could you say who doesn't have any freedom of choice um, what does it mean um, okay, so is, if a person takes his own blood if an animal kills a person, Hashem says, And if a person is killed by the hand of a person intentionally, and there is nobody there to, um, to testify, Hashem says, He will And even if a man from his brother 
Meaning, unintentionally killing somebody, because we're talking about a brother, meaning he's his friend. But he killed him b'shegik. Also, a shegik requires, Rashi says, a kapor and atonement. But if he doesn't ask for an atonement, Edrish is nefesh I will still ask the man, the soul of the man. Miyada odom, so Rashi, that's miyada ha'irik b'meizid, Vein Edim Ani Edrish. So Miyada Odom means Hashem will uh, seek, uh, Hashem will demand an account from a person. So if there is witnesses, then Beisdin takes care of him. But Miyada Odom, when does Hashem Edrish? Miyada Hayrek Bemezid, if one kills intentionally. Vein Edim, but there is no witnesses, then Ani Edrish, then Hashem will demand. And finally, the Pasik says, Miyad Ish Achiv Edrish. So, Ish Achiv means a man for his brother. So, this means Miyad Shehu Oyev Loikach, from the hand of a person who loves him like a brother. And he kills him by accident. Still, on the Edrish, Hashem will demand payment from him. Provided, if he doesn't go to exile, and he doesn't ask for forgiveness for his sin. Because even because even one who accidentally kills somebody still requires atonement. So Hashem will demand if he doesn't do it himself, if he doesn't go to Golos, if he doesn't get the Kapodah himself. He doesn't get the atonement by himself. If there are no witnesses to obligate him to go to exile, and he doesn't subdue himself, then HaKadosh Baruch will demand from him. As our uh, teachers have expounded in the Pasik, which says, that Hashem will make it happen to his hand, which is from the Gemara, Masech Tamakas Yudamit Beis, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mizamnon Lepundak Echad V'chulu, that God brings them together in one Pundak, in one uh, inn together, and the and the two men that come to the Pundak Echad, uh, each one murdered a person, one had murdered intentionally, and one had murdered unintentionally. And this one had no witnesses, and that one had no witnesses. So, which means, this one wasn't punished uh, by the death penalty which he deserved, and the other one didn't go to exile which he deserved. So therefore, Hashem uh, brings in, causes them to meet at the same inn. The one who murdered intentionally sits under a ladder, and the one who murdered unintentionally climbs down the ladder and falls upon him, killing him. So this one who murdered intentionally is killed, so he gets his punishment. And the one who killed unintentionally is exiled, because now he's already done it again, now there is Edom for this. Pasigvob. Shoifech dam ha'odom. One who person, who spills blood of the other person, and there is witnesses there, as Rashi will explain. So then, ba'odom dama yishofech. By man, it's not a ni adresh, not a shambles thing, but 
the human, the Beisden, will pour his blood, will kill him. Kibitzalem Elikim For in the image of Elikim, Hashem made the person, and therefore the one who spills the blood of a person should have the death penalty, his own blood should be spilled. By a man, says Rashi, yes, if there are witnesses, then you should kill him. Lama, why keep it Salam Because he was created in the image of Hashem. But the previous Pasik that it says Hashem Edrish Miyada Odom that is talking about when there is no witnesses. So then the people have to then Hashem had people don't do it, then Hashem will do it, then Ali Edrish. It says Malikim. Also he made man he should say Osa Hashem is Odom. So Krashi is a mikra chosa. This mis mikra, this verse is lacking. It's missing a word. And it should be also Haisas Adam. In the Tzalmal Kim also the one who made man, which is Hashem. So we find many in the verse that it doesn't specify. It's short, but this is the meaning of it. Atem pru revu. And you be fruitful and multiply, swarm the land and multiply in it and increase in it. And you should be fruitful and multiply. This seems like exactly a redundant of the exact verse that we just read earlier, where Hashem says to them in Posik Aleph, so Rashi explains that Lefib should, according to the simple meaning, Harishoyno Livracha, the first time it says that's a blessing, Vekan Litziwi, and this second time is a command, a mitzvah, an instruction that they should be fruitful and multiply. Lefib Medrashay, but according to the Medrashic interpretation, is Lahakish. This passage comes, comes to equate. One who does not occupy himself in multiplying and fruitful and multiplying as if he would be pouring blood. And that's why it is next to the Pasik Vav, which says and that's why it's repeated here to give us the severity, how serious an offense it is not to be occupied in Pruravu.